What is up you guys? Welcome back to The Daily Grind, day 12. And today we're gonna to talk about help with nutrition and clean eating struggles. So yesterday we talked about fitness and physical health and physical goals. Today I wanna to talk to you about, let's be honest, the harder part of it, which is nutrition. So for the most part, what I've seen over the years is that we don't struggle so much with our fitness, like the working out part, most of us can do it and stick to it. But the nutrition part is where it gets a little bit dicey. And that's where, at least for me, after the hundreds of emails I've received through the years with any of my customers and clients in the Fit Jam or any of my coaches that... The hang-up is not so much the workout. Once you find that workout that works for you or them, <laughs> they have the accountability like we talked about yesterday and they figure out why they want it. And then they've got it. Like, they have got it. They can do that. They can work out for five-ish days a week, you know, 30 minutes or less a day. They can totally do that. But nutrition is where I hear it all the time that it's expensive to eat healthy or they don't have the time or they travel a lot or what if you have little kids or those are usually the top reasons. Life gets in the way, right? Like I get it. So I want to take you through a couple of things from one woman to hopefully another. <laughs> if you're a dude, that's fine too, but I'm not the girl who wants to eat boiled chicken breast and broccoli all the time. I don't even like broccoli, to be completely honest with you, but I'm not that person. And that's what I started to realize is that people that are, you know, abs popping and ripped and just shredded freaking lean. Every day, that's pretty much what they're eating, okay? So they're usually on a mission maybe to compete or they're just a lot younger or maybe even genetics do play a role in that. But when I when I used to look at somebody that had their abs just a ripping and a popping, I thought, wow, wow, they must really work out a lot. But to get those abs, it really is about shredding and leaning out and probably a lot of boiled chicken with the zero seasoning and broccoli. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> but my motivation way back when was to actually see my abs again. I got to a point where I was like, do I even have abdominals under there? Like, what is all this extra fluff? And it wasn't that I was completely obese. I just knew for my body, I was uncomfortable and I felt what I called fluffy. So my motivation was to see my abs again by the time I hit the age of 50. And I did it. But I was freaking shredding and I was very restrictive. In everyday life, I don't want to feel completely restricted. But I choose to stay disciplined and I'm aware of all of my choices. So, you know, there's also this thing called skinny fat where someone could actually be skinny on the outside but still suffer from obese issues on the inside due to bad nutrition. 
That's why I'm so adamant about your focus should be on getting healthy and not on a number on the scale. So if you go to a personal trainer, if you've ever had anybody train you, they probably say the exact same thing. They are adamant about your focus not being on the number on that scale. It's more about being healthy and the best way to describe that is, like I said, there is something called skinny fat where on the outside they look like they're completely in great health, but they're eating crap and they're, they've got the same issues on the inside that someone would as if they were obese. So for some people, that number on the scale going up is actually a good thing. You know, like some people, like I said, could be that skinny, unhealthy person. And when they start eating correctly, that number could actually go up. It could be that they were undernourished and to be healthy on the inside, the scale has to go up. So do not let the scale define healthy for you. Um, that's very important. If nothing go- drives home today, let, let that be a piece. So also note that... Um, Muscle does not weigh more than fat. I know I used to hear that a lot, and I still hear it to this day in the gym. Sometimes someone will be like, that's okay, you gained weight on the scale. Muscle weighs more than fat does. You're fine. Let me just set the record straight. Five pounds of fat equals five pounds of muscle. Muscle is more lean and tone, and it takes up less space in your body but it weighs the same on the scale, okay? So I just wanna kind of throw that out there. So I get a little heated when people start working out and tracking their nutrition and they get so concerned that the number on the scale is going up. You guys, that is totally okay. For some people that, like I said, that needs to happen in order to get healthier. So just get really clear on your goals like we talked about yesterday and putting putting on muscle is something that will actually burn fat. So also you'll be getting healthier for it. All right. If we can just get technical for a second here. And again, I'm not a doctor, nor do I ever, ever claim to be. I think I just lost internet, you guys. Hang on one second. This is just like I'm filming a video, right? Yeah, I definitely lost internet because I had background music on that was chill and it just kind of went off. Okay, sorry about that. I am not a doctor, nor do I ever claim to be one. But if you think of any issues, okay, just think about any issues with the body. The biggest things you can think of that can actually get you sick it usually holds on to and ignites from let's just for simplification to make this simple it usually holds on to and ignites from stress or fat so let's get your head right and let's get your body right so if you if you just simplify this whole game of all these fads and all these things you have to do and you just realize that stress or fat is about getting your head right and your body right. So let's just keep this simple. So if you have more muscle than fat, 
you're usually good. You are good, boo. <laughs> That's really my goal here. I want to talk to you about, as someone that is very realistic, that I enjoy chocolate, I enjoy popcorn, I enjoy waffles. I do not expect you to have a broiled chicken breast and broccoli seven days in a row. Nope. That, that's that's not what I'm here for. So the way that I've overcome this and the way that I can eat clean but still live my life is I kind of follow a if not this, then this method where I just take out something that I know is not that great for me. I'll still have it every once in a while, but I replace it with ultimately pretty much the same thing so that my body and my internal self and even my external visual is happy with it. So I also find that making your pr your food pretty, like on a pretty plate, and actually there is something too, you know when you go to a fancy restaurant and they've got this beautiful presentation and you're like, oh my gosh, it's such frou-frou food. There really is something to be said about that. It, it's about appreciating the food, making it look pretty. It actually tastes better. So perfect example is my unicorn juice. I don't need to have a margarita cocktail or a alcoholic beverage every night or every weekend. Shoot, I honestly haven't even drank a glass of wine since September the 14th of 2017. And honestly, I've never felt better. I swear, I swear to you on that. Um, I've got more clarity than I've ever had in my whole life and I just feel better. I'm just not as puffy and bloated and sluggish. And But anyway, that's my personal game. But some days I will make myself a detox mocktail, I call it. And I've put some of these recipes on glitteru.com. On the blog, I share some of the ways that I do this with you, but it looks exactly the same as a salted rim, beautiful margarita in the same type of glass with a fancy straw, or even sometimes I'll add a little umbrella. And instead of chippies on the side, I'll have a cup of cucumbers with some hummus, a little maybe bite-sized pieces of cheese or lean turkey deli slices and some healthy Dijon mustard. I like Annie's, <laughs> um, but like fancy finger foods and it's absolutely delicious. Like that's a perfect example. It takes a little bit of time to prep it and put it together, but I really enjoy it. And so I do that a lot. And the other thing or tip is, the daily grind is usually three things if you haven't figured that out yet. So the other thing is to P-R-E-P -E prep. And I sucked at this in the beginning, y'all. I really did because I thought meal prep had to be this big elaborate thing that took all day, took all evening. And like you see on Pinterest with all these containers and it just looks super beautiful. And they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, containers for the whole week and everything's all plotted out. but let's just make it simple you guys prepping just means that on sunday or monday you you get ready for your week that's it and you think a couple days ahead that's it that's all prepping is it doesn't have this, to be this big massive elaborate thing i'm going to the grocery i'm going to clean everything i'm going to lay everything out i'm going to get the containers it doesn't have to be that it just means that you are going to be ready for the week ahead. You are thinking a couple days in advance. So the way that this works for us is I will work from, I work from home. 
most of the time. So breakfast and lunch are pretty easy to figure it out. You guys see me on my stories all the time, but dinners, I really need to plan ahead because that's where I know I usually fall off track. So knowing your excuses, knowing what you struggle with, just like we talked about with the physical, my struggle is that it gets too late in the day and I get hungry and I want to just order out and I don't like to cook to begin with. So that's literally my trigger. So if I can just plan ahead my dinners and at least know what I'm going to have and buy my dinner, let's say one, two, or even three days max, that way I'm not wasting any food and then it's back to plan and back to the grocery store. I would rather get groceries again than to waste food. I hate wasting food. I think it's just sinful. And so I will prep these those meals or minimum at least know what I'm gonna eat. So just the mere fact of knowing what I'm I'm having and making it simplified enough, that's, e- that's either gonna be like in a crock pot or maybe a one dish recipe. I am such a one dish simple fix it wonder person. Like I love a good casserole because it's just one big, let's put it all together hodgepodge and you don't have to make a bunch of things. But I've been doing a 21 day upper body tank top workout operation that nobody has seen yet. We're going to start that officially um, coming up here soon, but it's going to be part of the newest addition to the Tone Online Studio and it's going to be perfect for getting your foundation on track for nutrition with It's going to have like a foundation and the base with my healthy smoothie recipes, which are in my life such a huge freaking no-brainer for nutrition. It fills the gaps. It curbs the cravings. It fixes digestive health. And it takes all the thinking out of my one meal a day. And it's absolutely delicious. My body actually freaking craves it. It, it, I had somebody message me just the other day. I hadn't talked to her in a while. And she's like, girl, I can't go one day without that. Like that is my breakfast every single day. And my body craves it. I get you. I hear you, Brittany. Um, It's my go-to and it's a non-negotiable. I mean, it's vitamins, it's minerals. It it fixes everything my body needs that I can't even get through the food that I actually prep and buy. It would cost way too much. So this is just way too easy peasy. I think for someone who struggles with nutrition, resetting your body is the best thing and it all starts honestly in my opinion with a smoothie it just does so everybody's got their thing that's my thing and that's been my life for the past five years and I swear by it so I prep all I have to say is I prep (laughs) and I know what I'm going to have and what I do in the Fit Gym and the Tone Studio is I give examples of this. So yes, these things exist on Pinterest and wherever, but if you can have a library that you can go to and you you know, you know, have full access to that's all organized for you and it's right there, you're that much more likely to actually succeed. So the other tip I can give you, the third and final tip is what works for me is I sweat first and what I mean is if you put in a good 30 minute workout at the beginning of your day you're not gonna want to mess it up later in the day do you guys hear that it's thundering bad here 
um, and Noodles in the background if you hear the squeaking. So just, he's my, my co-worker. You guys know that. Um, when you go to reach for the cocktail or the dessert or whatever crap you know isn't going to serve your health, you're going to think and say, okay, I worked out really freaking hard on my workout this morning. I do not want to undo all of that. And that's kind of where your head starts to go. So the more that you are present in your workout and the more that you really work hard during those 30 minutes, um... I'm, I'm just noticing for myself and, and other people that I help that they don't want to unravel it. Does that make sense? Like people that work out are much more likely to eat healthy, period, because you don't want to undo all the hard work that you just did. So those are three tips that I have for you. Um, number one, figure out your, if not this, then that. Like you're swapping out of what you're gonna have instead of, example, the mocktails like I gave you. That's just, that's a great example. Number two, get prepared, get prepped. Um, know what you're gonna do and know what you're gonna have. And then sweat first. Get in a good workout, go for a run, do something and get moving and you'll be that much more likely to stick to it and be on your nutrition game. So you've got this, you can do it. It's really not that hard. It's just about making decisions and staying consistent from now until the end of the month, you're gonna see a difference. And just that little bit of needle moving is going to make all the difference. So I hope this was helpful for you and I will talk to you next time. Bye guys.